0: Are we, are we good to go? Are we cooking with gas over here? I'm recording. Uh, I have just started. Excellent. I guess we can't hear uh, how Packy's like Tucker. Good.
1: Yeah. Let's lead with that. That's what <laughs> I want to talk about today. Me and the Tucks. Jerry, hey, what? It's <laughs> Jetpack Swords, a casual games
0: podcast. I'm uh, your host, Greg, and I'm joined by your co hosts and my wonderful friends, Packy, the Tuck Carlson, and James. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know how the fuck we landed here. Um I think Packy wants to make money off his voice. Song and, and I he doesn't make money off my and,
1: voice. And the first thing Greg thinks of when he thinks of people who make money off their voice is Tucker Carlson. That's right that jumped right to the top of his head. I just want to throw that out there.
0: I think it's because I just saw the article like literally a few hours ago scrolling some feed of the, that's his Twitter show or whatever. I think that's why. It was it was the most recent thing I had seen. Ah, uh, normally I was standing on him. his
1: feet. I wonder if Tuck plays that's video tri- games. He likes Game Pass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. That's all I gotta say. Fuck that guy. Um. Anyways, video game related news. Um. Anyone got any video game related news? I have nothing. Got zip zilch zero nada um i know there was stuff but i don't remember so we're gonna go to ign well so redfall came out actually redfall came out before we did our last one which by the way um last week we had on our friend william excellent guest um i don't think we actually explicitly said it last week but that dude was in the top 100 rank of halo wars 2 3v3 fucking insane Absolutely incredible! Like that's—I've never been that good at a video game. I don't think I ever will be, and I'm okay with that fact. But that's incredible. So if you didn't listen to last week, go listen to it. It's, it's good. Um, never but been yeah, top so top
1: hundred <laughs> scrub. <so> <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, you've probably been top a hundred in Rivals or <laughs> that's like close exactly to I'm the in.
1: one. And for those unfamiliar with that say, game, because no one it's fucking plays tiny. It. It's so small. Yeah. I, I was top a hundred when it just like barely came out of beta and boy did i i now it's funny i went on probably like a month and a half two months ago just um when i just had my pc and i had an xbox controller and you know, all my stuff is getting packed away i was just like i'll try it out like i know people still play um i'll go give it a try and it's not like i did horribly but some of the people i ran into who beat me maybe look like a child Like, I've never felt... They were doing stuff I never even could have imagined when I played. It was so Uh, fucking insane. That's a
0: classic fighting game,
1: right? For sure. You go
0: online and then you're like, it's the classic meme, you know? They're like, I'm an adventure outside of my comfort zone. And then you get fucking punched in the face and, like, the box becomes bigger and you're like, I'm never leaving my comfort zone box again. That's fucking classic fighting games online, right? Like, it's all down to the fucking letter.
1: Fighting games just make it actually I'm not even sure it feels the worst it certainly is the most like obvious right because they literally are just hitting you the, the whole fucking time worse. you can't do anything
0: it's straight up you yeah no, you can't I make anything. an argument that's why for it feels RTSs the
1: worst. dude I have never seen my I had a roommate who was he was like platinum pushing diamond in Starcraft 2 my junior year of Damn. college and there was nothing I, I've never seen him in a worse mood than when he was in the middle of a loss to someone who was way, way better. Who was like, <laughs> I can do nothing. He's just, I know he's better. But as opposed to a fighting game where that shit's gonna wrap up pretty quick, it's like, this is gonna play out over the next like 20 to 30 minutes of me just so getting- So that cut. is true,
0: but he could just surrender in that case, right? Like if he truly knows it's a lost cause, just fucking surrender. Whereas like, you can do that in fighting games too, but the reason I think they're worse is because like, depending on how bad it is, you you will literally not be able to input anything into the game. Yeah, I mean, you will be trying <laughs> and nothing will happen. You literally cannot play in those really, really bad fighting game scenarios. Whereas like in RTS or other games, like, you know, like, yeah, you're going to get dick stomped and it's going to be awful and embarrassing, but like you at least get to do something, like literally anything other than like I, I'm pressing buttons but nothing's happening because I'm in this like fucking, you know, zero to a hundred combo of like, and it's just like, well the oh, cool, fuck me, I guess, right? Like <laughs> that's why I think fighting games are the worst, right? Like they're they're the worst pinnacle example of like I'm gonna try out online play, and then you get punched in the fucking face and you're like, never again do I leave my comfort zone. Um that being said, I still like them, obviously I love them. They're f- super fun to play, but I feel like they do have that like huge disparity gap between the best of the best and the rest, right?
1: Like every game i think especially 1v1 has that like curve where once you get to the top x percent players like they're just kind of stratospheres better than everybody else but fighting games especially i think the platform fighters just like, the smashes of the world and rivals is one of those um the curve starts very early like and it just goes it's one of those they talk about all the time with uh the second smash game melee that iteration it's like the guy who your friend who you know, beats you without you losing, a, without him losing a life, um, gets equally shit stomped by a guy who goes to tournaments and doesn't win a game and gets shit stomped by another guy who gets shit stomped by... Um, who makes it, you know, like, a little bit into the bracket, who gets shit stomped by another guy who makes it to, like, the top eight or something, who gets creamed by the guys who actually have a chance of winning the tournament. Like, it just... It goes all the way up where nobody has any chance of beating the people <laughs> in the next tier. so
0: many levels... It's fucking onion, you can't peel with the onion, and there's still someone better than you.
1: Just heard what was hurts. the highest you think you ever got in Rivals? Uh, I, th- I know it was like 92nd or something.
0: Jesus fucking Christ, that's amazing. it. Which does, for those who don't know, uh, this is referring to Rivals of Aether, uh, platform fighting game. Um, it's actually a pretty good game. I mean, it wasn't my cup of tea, but like I respected what it was for the people and the size of the team who made it, right?
1: Like it was solid, um, for sure. Yeah, it's fun James. To see. Yeah. No
0: go ahead Sorry.
1: No, no, let's get off of rivals. I I need <laughs> to talk about rivals.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I was gonna say, so like I mean, because we talked about it some and like we've talked about, I think briefly, like the best I ever was of a game was was Chobel and Heroes of the Storm. James, what is the best I don't think we've talked about, what what is the best you feel like
2: you've ever been at any game at any point in your life? I don't think there's been a time. Maybe i <laughs> I there's don't gotta think there's to be no a time. time. Nah, I was like, gonna even say even maybe it's not like SWAT matches in Halo Reach. I was really good for a while. <laughs> I say you doesn't have to be top one hundred. No, Fuck I know, these I know. guys like, in the like, top one hundred. There's, there's like... no <laughs> way that I'm. I'm also not a competitive person, so like I just do not have yeah. the drive for that. But I know for a while in Halo Reach I was really good at SWAT. But that's it. That's that's all
1: I got.
0: I mean, I do love me some SWAT. That's that's probably like. Friend Matt, who have talked about that that would and I would wager that would be his that or N sixty four Smash would be he's like those the best I've ever been in the game like mine's definitely Choco close second would probably be Modern Warfare three the summer between high school and college right oh, like that was forever ago. that was those were those were the like. I, you know, I I put the like major league gaming like for a like, profile picture on and right? like, that was that that excellent not cringe at all period of my life right I was like oh, I I can go pro I'm so good at this I go pew 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 <laughs> um and yeah that's 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 it for me that's all I got
1: that really choke goals in your top maybe your top one I figured in. I guess it's just, you play games, it's all about like playing smaller games, right? Like, yeah. Which is, William nah. and I got good at our games. Like, I feel like the competitive scenes, definitely, the, obviously, the competitive scene for my game was incredibly small. I don't feel like the competitive scene for Halo Wars is like massive, like it is for a Call no, of Duty it's, or.
2: It's definitely not. still impressive, but it's not huge.
1: Of course. Yeah. I just think, yeah, you're just limited by the games that you've chosen. You know, nobody's going to hit top 100 in. Unless you dedicate your entire life to the game. And like James, I, I don't, I don't want to like the,
0: I don't want to be that good. Or like, I'm like, not, not, I'm sorry. I, I guess I put words in James mouth and said he doesn't want to be good. He said he wasn't competitive. um, And like, I, I get like a little trash talky competitive, but like, I don't want to be top 100 in the game. I don't want to play that hard and try that hard. Especially not at this point in my life, right? Like, even Shogo, like we talked about, it was fucking quick match. It wasn't yeah. fucking... It wasn't ranked. It was fucking quick match, right? Like, this is fucking casual shit we're talking about here. Um, like, Random I rank. can never imagine getting one, top 100 in any ranked game ever. It doesn't matter how small it is or how much I love it. I just don't think
1: that's ever me. I think I knew... It is a mis... I specifically like playing out the games to get there, especially when you get close. Like, it sucks all the fun out of this game you supposedly love, of just all... Like, you are so upset. You're so incredibly upset if you lose, and then if you win, it's just this very momentary relief before, like, all right, I climbed a little bit further. Now we need to go a little bit further. Like, it's just not doing it nearly as much for you, and the games... Especially, you know, in 1v1 games, like... you. Obviously, people are being incredibly sweaty. They're doing everything they possibly can to win, and it is just—it sucks a lot of fun out of the game. And that's—I think that's true across all competitive games. I think there's very few that manage to still be very fun.
0: Well, so so here's here's actually an interesting thing I just noticed. So everything we've talked about so far, these have all been player versus player games. Like you know, I mean, it's climbing a leaderboard, but it's climbing a player versus player you know competitive leaderboard. Have either of you done, like, a, you know, PVE leaderboard climb, right? Like, whether that be, like, how high can you get in the season of Diablo 3 or, like, or anything like that?
1: Never once. I'd never even look at the records when that's publicly available when I'm playing a game. Like, it'll just yeah, frustrate me.
0: You probably, you know, like, number five in Borderlands Science. Yeah. There's a leaderboard for that. There probably is a leaderboard for that, actually. (laughs) There is. There
1: almost assuredly is for that type of game, and I positive I'm not even like top ten thousand.
0: I don't know if we talked about it. Um but if we didn't I'm gonna through th- I'm gonna throw a shout out to it even if we did. I don't give a fuck. I thought it was really cool. Borderlands three is this thing called Borderlands Science and it's just a little mini game. Um and they basically like gathered a bunch of data from some fucking like research thing or whatever and they made a game out of it um to basically do a thing. I don't know. It was cool. Well, Go look it up. If you if you thought it was cool Like the idea of like playing a game and contributing to science, quote unquote, go look it up. I thought it was really cool.
1: That's all I got. And it's, there's more to, it's not just like contributing to science. It's like, I think it's something that helps with the research of genetic diseases, maybe. Like it is a very directly good cause. Um, it's not just more specifically three.
0: genetics because the things are gene pairs, I believe or or exactly. binding sites. I think they're binding sites of some amino acid on some shit. I don't know. Some of our friends who are smarter than us could probably, you know, know what that actually is, but
1: I don't. Yeah. They have, we have two friends who do genetics research who have directly explained it to me before and have entirely forgotten. Um, <laughs> but they... There's a phone app for this. That's all I wanted to say. They're like you don't just have to play Borderlands (laughs) Three.
0: Like I was gonna, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say, you know, we've talked about like companion apps for games and how I wish like WoW, for example, had the battle pets as a phone game and stuff like that. And like I was thinking, like Borderlands Science is is so is it Borderlands Science or is it just the same thing?
1: Is it the same like other thing? It's not tied.
0: Oh, see, they should have fucking made the thing so I could play Borderlands Science. On my phone and help out some genetic research shit while simultaneously getting you know brain currency power to unlock increased legendary drop rate or something you know what I'm saying anyways, but that's really cool that there is a equivalent thing that still contributes to the same same cause you know like that uh gamification right I mean it's gamification oh, yeah. of of research right which is really cool crowdfunding research basically right like kind of yeah. similar things they're the uh not quite the same, but there's obviously those uh programs you can sign up to like run a program on your computer in the background. Um just you know when you have idle CPU it just runs and it you know like I think it like
2: simulates folding proteins or like analyzes. It was called like oh, fold home back back on when the PlayStation console. home was a thing. I don't know if y'all remember that um uh, but I think that's what it was called and it was the same thing. Yeah, PS3. That's fucking awesome. Yeah PS3 See, nowadays,
0: you know, if a game were to do that, it's like a 50% chance that they would just be mining crypto coin
1: and they'd just be making money off you, you know? Yeah. I think that's the problem with <laughs> services cool. like that. Is that plenty of them use it well and then you just need a couple bad actors. And not that that will become representative of everyone who's doing it, but people will get wind of that and stop using it in droves. But I'm um, a su- little surprised there's not are more games that are trying to attack problems in that way like make little puzzles as one of your pace breakers and then send that data along to a research institute wherever it applies. Cause I feel like there's more opportunity there seemingly is more opportunity.
0: Like, I mean, Euclid even, and this would be so dumb, but honest to God, I'm surprised this isn't a thing now that, now that I'm about to say it out loud. Um, so for those who don't know, CAPTCHAs, right? Like the whole, I'm a human thing online when you're doing something that requires verification and it's just like, click the pictures that have stairs or motorcycles or, or lights or type in the letters here for those who don't know all of that is used to train ml models right like all those big fancy things that keep being in the news recently all this AI stuff when you fill out captchas um, that's being used to train these models right it's it's you know using humans crowdsourcing uh, you know it's referred to as labeling right like you you tend to have a data set data set, and you label the da- data set and you try to label it with good known values and then you train the model so that it says like oh this thing is labeled as a motorcycle so i look at other similar things and i know it's a motorcycle for anyone who didn't know that's what captures are i am fucking surprised captures are not a thing in a game right like as as like a literally is like a fucking unlocking a chest or something stupid right like like exactly we were talking not about one sure of those thing. pace breakers right like imagine I'm trying to think of where this would work maybe, right? Like maybe, maybe Mass Effect. I don't know. Like you go to unlock a chest in Mass Effect and it's some digital thing and you have to prove, literally prove you're not a fucking robot or something, right? (laughs) And fucking like, I don't know. I'm surprised it's not a thing because it's, I think you're right. I think you can easily take real world problems where crowdsourcing it out to hundreds of thousands or millions of people would be beneficial and make some silly little mini game up for it and then shove it into your thing as like you said, a pace breaker, right? Like one of those little puzzles. I feel like that would easily work. Um and so yeah, I'm surprised it's not been done.
1: Just good marketing for a game. You know, and also you as a game developer get to do a good thing, which is very good, but I'm surprised Borderlands 3 did not do it definitely got into the news a little bit, but I'm surprised it doesn't do more to be like, hey, we have submitted all of this data <laughs> through our game. Yeah, I'd helped. love
0: to see the app. The, the outcome of it, right? Like, I feel like that would be really motivational for the people who spent time on it and obviously the developers who put it into the game and everything to basically show that like, look, this really had an impact, right? Like, like the, this, this is the tangible effect of what you did. Right. Okay. Um, whereas like CAPTCHAs, I mean, the closest thing to a tangible effect of a CAPTCHA is like. Self driving cars, right? Like, that's probably the closest thing to a tangible effect we have from captions is self driving cars. That and, uh, you know, OCR, right? Like, like I said, the, the, what is this thing saying? You pick up the whatever's like, um, optical character recognition, um, is also probably a, uh, notable outcome of that. Like, the fact that you can take a picture on your phone and it pulls out the, the text in the picture is super handy, super fancy, cool, love it. Um, and yeah, probably a result of, you know, Tens of years of CAPTCHAs. So um, I was going to say, so PvE leaderboards, I feel like the closest I've ever done to that is probably a rhythm game, either Rock Band or Beat Saber, right? Like that's the closest I've ever got to trying to climb a leaderboard. Um, I mean, Susie definitely did it in Beat Saber for a few (laughs) least I was going to say
1: climb a leaderboard or follow far behind in Susie's wake. (laughs) for <laughs> similar similar concepts i think
0: she did it it um fuck we should i should just we i need to just have her on actually um because this one might go down for her because she's super fucking competitive i was like, gonna say
1: it'd be crazy her unhealthy high scores are,
0: levels of competitive
1: she probably um, more so than i think william and my accomplishments in in our respective games like i think her high scores are probably most impressive of individually in a game of anything because she had some crazy that, scores on the highest difficulties right like, she was competing against um, another guy in, a, like, a very real way. I, I think so. I, like,
0: I, I definitely want to say it was she was doing a lot of the songs on Expert Plus. I mean, there was also, like, they also then released, like, a pack at one point that, like, the songs and that were just, like, stupidly difficult. And I think she was out of practice at that point. She's like, I actually have trouble doing these on Expert Plus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, there were, definitely a, there were definitely a couple songs that, like, yeah, no, I mean, she was definitely, like, pretty high up there on the leaderboards. I mean, not, like, I don't think top 100 still, but, like um, like, very high up there. She also, uh, she she does Duolingo, um, you know, on her phone. For those who don't know, it's teaches you a foreign language, quote-unquote. Um, Duolingo is 100% gamified, right? Like, that's the entire premise oh, of yeah. it. And apparently they, which I don't do it, so I'm also speaking off what I've heard. So if you know better, correct me. Uh, anyways, I, if I recall correctly, there was this thing where it's basically like, you know standard stuff leaderboards right and it's other people and it's basically like there's a there's a point where like she was literally like i have to play as soon as my thing resets again because she's unhealthily competitive almost not almost she is i love her she's wonderful but unhealthily competitive and she's like i have to play as soon as my thing resets because like i'm in this competition with this other person to like be the top of the leaderboard for the day or the week or something because
1: then you get something i don't know and so like Oh, you, uh, you, you are familiar with this? Yeah, I've actually used to. Do a I'm curious what language she's learning.
0: Uh, Spanish. She started with something else, and I was like, "Dude, you want to go to Mexico? Fucking like do Spanish!"
1: Like, like that's like... why, like I like learning a language with like a goal in mind. Um, I tried Japanese. I still learned it a little bit, but man, I don't think it's the hardest language to learn audibly. Like hearing it and then we're like learning how to actually speak it. But uh, if you've written in Roman characters, you're you are literally learning to read and write from scratch with how their character system eh, off topic. Uh, the yet yeah, leaderboards are very they are also stratified um, by where you are within learning the language. But especially in the lower ends, like it's really competitive because that's where most of the people are. Um, but you don't get anything. It's not like she's competing for a meaningful thing. It's just like you you get a little gold badge next to your name. I don't think you win anything. <laughs>
0: That fucking sounds about right. To be honest, I don't, I don't know. I think it was like maybe she like accidentally happened into it once. And then like because she happened into it once, she was like, oh, I gotta do this again. Or something, you know, something like that, right? It, it triggered that. I mean, it literally gamification is super fucking effective, right? Like it triggers that goddamn dopamine part of your brain. And it's just
1: like, ooh, but look at that shiny gold badge I just got. I could get another shiny gold badge. Google Lingo does it incredibly well. They... They know how to play the little noise that makes you go "ooh, I did a good job," and they like give you points and especially punish you for missing stuff. Like it is very and are have a good way of incentivizing you to do it every day.
0: Really, do have lizard
1: brains, don't we? Straight up, just lizard brains. Oh yeah, it's a crazy phenomenon to be able to recognize that and still have your lizard brain be mercilessly abused.
0: Yeah, hundred percent of the time, all the time. Um,
2: but, James, so you said definitely no PvP thing. Any any PvE leaderboard climbing or anything like that? No. The only thing I could even, like, vaguely, and this is, like, vaguely, vaguely say as close, is, like, obviously a trillion billion people have played Elden Ring, but, like, of the percentage of that, it's definitely a small percentage that have, you know, done certain bosses or overall beat the game, and obviously that percentage, like, grows all the time. Uh, but I definitely, no. like, for me personally... For being the only FromSoft game that I've beaten and done a majority of the bosses, and including like at one point in time like the two hardest, I I I get some personal satisfaction from that just for me, um, because oh, it's yeah. such a like I I adore that game. But like, there's a a boss in the game called General Radon who, when the game came out, was supposedly very difficult. Um, and they eventually like made him easier because people were saying it was so difficult. And I remember beating him before. The nerf, And I didn't think he was that difficult. I think it's, like, easily one of the coolest fights in the game. I mean, they all are, but um, that, that was cool. And then um, Millennia is the one that the game is probably most known for. She's, like, the goddess of rot. And she is a boss that is behind two secret areas. You go into one secret area that you have to, like, find. And then there's a secret area beyond that secret area that you also have to find. And then she's the final boss of that second secret area. And she is very, very difficult. Um, and I beat her, and obviously I've beaten the game too, so. But yeah, that's probably like the of rot. What is this remnant? Was it called the rotten remnant? I swear to god it was, but I could be wrong. Uh maybe. I've led remnant in forever. I need to get into it again, but yeah, I'll remember if it was. Uh there is was apparently there's this thing called like rot dam. It was the root they were the root. Was just saying, I, Ra was close. I was like, I don't think that's right because it was all like tree based But yeah, root makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I was like, I was like, I, exactly like you said. It was close. You know, in my head, I was like, it sounds familiar. I may, I maybe, I just have remnant on the head because I just want remnant from the ashes Tube super badly. But it's coming. Yeah. It is coming. Oh Lord, she coming. Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> I am apparently a combination of high energy and tired today. Also known as loopy, you know? Eh. Um, so I mentioned at the beginning of this, um, obviously Redfall launched. We haven't talked about it. We didn't talk about it last week.
2: Um, and man, have either of you played it? Because apparently people do not I like it. I played five minutes. And the fact Ooh, that, that it wasn't 60 not, FPS made, made me turn it off. off. Instantly, yeah. <laughs> and I've told my slash our friend Jacob that I would definitely be down to play it once that mode drops because I adore Arcane. I'm a huge fan of all three Dishonored games. I love Prey, Deathloop. I bounced off of Super Hard despite loving the aesthetic and like like art design, um, but everything else that Arcane done has like done in the modern era. I super 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 love, um, and so Redfall being Arcane. And a open world shooter, which I like in moderation, and vampire-based and like cool vampire-based, I was like super on board for. But yeah, it's um I probably played more than five minutes. That's that's like that's an exaggeration. I played maybe like ten to fifteen. But I could not do it. Um there are some like YouTube personalities that I've watched that I follow like occasionally and they seemed like they were having a decent time as like a, you know, obviously like a co-op game with like four full, like a full team of four um, and just not taking it super seriously. So yeah, once it gets a 60 it, FPS, I I'll th- play it. I think that last part is probably critical. Sure. Like which is not taking it super seriously. Not good seriously, for but... an arcane game for their pedigree. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And, I, no, think I mean, from what the... I've seen
0: also is, is uh, it's, it's just the disappointment in the like, you know, you you compare it to, obviously, their pedigree, like you said, and the price of the game, Yes, and it falls flat. But, like, maybe if this launched at, like, $30 MSRP instead of 70 it would be like, eh, this is an okay $30 game. But instead, for, like, a full-price $70 game, you're just like, wow, this feels rough,
1: right? Yeah, like is, it's is kind of
2: the impression I got. It's in a really not good place. Uh, And I mean, there's definitely like, I don't know if I want to say rumor or like confirmed thing or whatever, but where it basically seems like they had to make something that the higher ups wanted. And that's what this ended up being instead of making what they wanted, which was supposedly supposed to be Dishonored 3, like actually Dishonored 3. Um, I've heard that going around, but, you know, obviously who knows how much of that is true. And then you've always got the arguments of people being like, "Well, the developers are terrible," but then how much of it's actually the developers versus like again higher up management decisions? Because like I bet the developers didn't want to make a bad game. Like nobody sets out to make something bad. Yeah, no one. It just some people do, but not not
0: sure if you're if this is your like full blown career and you've passed interviews at this
2: place. Like that's not yeah. That's not you. you, You're working at a studio well known for you know, very engaging, immersive sim-style games. And obviously, like, just because you work at the studio doesn't mean those same people who made, like, Prey and whatever are still there. Um, I think that's definitely a common thread that I myself fall for sometimes, where you look at the studio and you're like, oh, these are the exact same people, so, like, it's, it's either impressive or disappointing when they make something that's good or bad, but obviously people come and go because it's just a workplace at the end of the day, so... um but yeah, it's definitely very disappointing from um, Arcane. I'm
0: curious how it'll if it'll turn out if this is so. What one of the things on our sheet, or on our doc, is um, games that have made a comeback, right? Like you know, no the, the pinnacle example is No Man's Sky, which is great, right? Love it. Do Do you think? I just, and obviously, we have no we have no knowledge. We're fucking idiots. We're spitballing. We're shooting in the wind with your no knowledge. Do Do you think that? this'll be a no man's sky type situation or do you think no. this will be an anthem? Let's cut it and run. type. I situation? think it'll be
2: more like Anthem because I think something like no man's sky being such a, such an indie game with very, very dedicated, um, people behind it. They don't have the overall like management and market forces to cut their losses. Basically like no man's sky because of people like Sean Murray, um, who was, like, in I mean, charge of the whole project. That's a project. project right? Exactly. Like, that it totally is was. Like, that's and dude's was, fucking life. He acknowledged the mistakes, and they've worked to improve so much of it, and it still has some flaws, like, at its core because of, like, just the kind of game it is, but it is so much more than it ever was at launch, and I played it, like, I played it literally launch night. Like, I stayed up till midnight and played it as soon as I went live. Um, but I think Redfall being, obviously, like, what was supposed to be, like, a pretty big thing for Microsoft with Bethesda being, like, you know, their... They're huge acquisition. They
0: marketed it a lot. They, they really did. how much they marketed um, it. Like, you should have
2: looked at that. I think between Microsoft and between Bethesda's higher-ups, I don't think they're good. Like, they have to give our, they have to give Redfall um, support for, like, the season pass and stuff they've sold, but I I do not think they will do anything beyond providing the bare minimum of services that they promised, which is unfortunate, but it, it, it would not surprise me if they, they dump it as soon as they can.
1: Yeah, I've heard very minimal about the game, but I did see an article that essentially the internal chatter was that they recognized some fundamental issues with Redfall early into its development and started to progressively, even before it launched, reallocate resources to the next project with a kind of like move on, go next kind of Mm -hmm. mentality.
0: And then that's the like, if that's true, then yeah, like why the fuck market it so aggressively? Like, what?
2: Oh,
0: I mean, like for let it reasons. shadow
2: drop and die in, in, in an anonymity, right? Like, <laughs> no, they had to no. get their money back that they spent exactly. you know, on the investment. So you're you get as well get initial sales. talk it up as much as possible.
1: Like, you're only going to sell in the first, like, week
2: I mean, Anthem got a ton of hype leading up to it, because obviously it was Bioware, it was a new IP, it was different than they made before, and... So good, and you can so still so lacking. What, what blows my mind is you can still buy Anthem now. It goes on sale all the time. Yeah, and but that game is, is it's, completely it's, dead. And yet it has not been pulled off of any marketplace to be like, hey, maybe we shouldn't sell a, like, just defunct product. Like, it's ridiculous. I
1: mean, I think Hot Take, for the $5 price tag it goes on sale for, it is still, it is worth Oh,
0: that. Anthem is totally worth 5 bucks. Go, like, 100%.
1: But also that's that's like that's we've that's hours. my
0: game, like that is literally my ideal game is Anthem, aside from a lack of a meaningful name progression system, right? Like, um, and so of course I'd say it's worth five bucks, but I mean it's fun. It's got like not a great, it's not it's not a bioware campaign, right? Have you all, campaign, question, right? but have like, you all played fun. it in
2: the last year? So I actually think I might have. Speaking from experience as someone who did play it within the last year to a year and a half, I tried it like a couple times, and the majority of those times these servers were not working or were down or something the oh, that, oh, oh. which is why <laughs> I say, yes, the gameplay itself, sure, $5, whatever, but the fact that it doesn't work <laughs> is what I'm talking that's, about.
0: Yeah, that's... yeah, they should not, they should not <laughs> sell that, right? Because obviously, obviously the other thing, also EA title that goes on sale for like five or six bucks, and is the multiplayer is basically dead. Not entirely. It's obviously Titanfall two, um, but Titanfall two is a fantastic
2: campaign. No, Titanfall twos. Um, so good. If I could just have that game and the first game combined. Wait,
0: underrated gem. Do you guys, does anyone else think that Titanfall 2 is an underrated gem? Everybody. It's not underrated. Everybody thinks Titanfall 2 is amazing. You don't need to ask if anyone thinks it's amazing because everybody fucking does. And by the way, Titanfall 2 is amazing. You should go play it if you haven't already. Sorry. I just, I hate that fucking thread. It pops up every time it goes on sale.
1: Well, I think, um, I mean, both can be true where it is very under, it has minimal name recognition. So anytime it like pops up, people are like, hey, this is actually one of the good ones, buy it. I like think
0: that's true anymore though. Maybe the first time it went on sale for six bucks, like three years ago. I mean, I'd say every time I see Stardew
1: Valley um, or even games like Hades go on sale, somebody is in the comments like, oh my God, this is such a good game. Like you have no idea. You really, you really got to pick this one up. It's like, yep, I figured. When every review site ever is giving it a nine, the thing to 10 is out of 10. about
2: that though. I don't, I don't disagree with you. Obviously, like, I, I fully agree. But I do think we are so invested in the industry and the culture that, well, yeah. for sure, exactly. like I will mention games or just concepts or things in my day to day life, whether with my girlfriend or with like the kids that I work with or just whatever, and things to me that are insanely. Run of the mill, part of like everyday, like whatever consciousness, and they will have no clue what I'm talking about. Like yeah. so I, like obviously, video games are. Are they still the largest media industry? Uh, maybe they have to be. I'm like, pretty have sure they still are. Uh, I still want to say something stupid, but like even with that, obviously not everybody is part of that you know industry and culture. So, I think there can be a case made for th- something like. That we see as ubiquitous as Stardew or Hades or whatever. But I think if it's literally not Call of Duty or Fortnite, like, there are so many people that uh, do not yeah, know about fair. it. Yeah, that's fair. No, I, I, I
0: think you're you're definitely right. I think, if anything, I'm I'm griping about the way it's phrased. The, the. Does anyone else think, you know, phrasing of it? I not mean, like, that's just there to drive know, engagement. It,
2: on both I sides know, of the positive-negative spectrum. That's literally all it is. It's made so people like you get all mad and then type up a response just for the engagement.
0: Uh, but I don't type up the response. Sometimes, oh, but you want but to. Rarely. I know you do. I, so, I mean, I'm assuming you all have done this at some point. I have typed up responses. The classic thing. Type it up. Select all, delete. Back out. Never. Fuck the, it's the fucking internet. Fuck those people on the internet. I don't care shit about them. I'm not getting into a conversation with them. Um, I mean, yeah, no, you're totally right. But I, and as a result, cause, cause yeah, I'd like, if someone would be like, hey, Titanfall 2 is on, you know, like obligatory Titanfall 2 is great. It's on sale for six bucks. Everyone should go play it. you know, I'd be like, okay, yeah, cool. But like, it's, it's the, does anyone else think that it's amazing? It's amazing. Sorry. Like I said, apparently I'm fucking tired and energetic. I'm just all kinds of fucking loopy today. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I got nothing. Um... Oh, wait, there's one more thing that that I I saw today, or recently, that I thought was kind of interesting, and worth mentioning today to you all. Eh, I don't know. Maybe I'll mention it next week, if I remember it. I,
2: are we winding down? Is that what this is? Because I want to do say, the... you,
1: Your brain is a yeah, wonder I, I, today.
2: I just wanted to do our thing we haven't done in a while. I want to see what y'all have been playing, or doing, recently.
0: Let me get away, Packy. Oh, boy. I've been,
1: <laughs> I've been moving. Um... <laughs> Let me think. Do I have. I wish they minimized. I'm just going through my desktop. I'm like, which of you guys have I opened recently?
2: Um, Have you done Against the Storm since they added the Foxes, Packy?
1: No, I kind of hit. I think I'm going to go back to it probably a few months from now because they keep rolling out updates and it'll be so different. Yeah, Um, for
2: sure. I haven't played it since they added the the Fox race yet.
1: Yeah, I would just hit kind of an endpoint where. I just wasn't. I didn't feel like I was experiencing new stuff with the new runs. Yeah. Um, I kind of run through everything that the game had to offer at that point. I know they've
2: yeah, they've added a bunch of events and stuff, and then obviously the new race. So yeah, 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 I agree. In a few months, for sure, it'll be one of the I
1: I with especially how it's structured. Um, it'll be one where I can you can go back and play it more, and yeah, it'll all, it'll be different. Like every if you play it once every three months, each time you play it, it'll be different. It'd be different, um, yeah, for sure. I've only played games that I've beaten previously. I went I went through I can think of two distinct ones that I've played recently, and they are very low brain power. Where I went through and I finally got the last of the achievements that I didn't have in Hades. I have all but one of them now. And so I have like full beaten beat in that game in anticipation of the second one coming out. So did that. It's very fun. I cannot recommend. Especially the achievements are just fun to do because they take you often through the lore uh-huh. um, except for the skelly ones don't do the skelly ones unless you just love pain um, which I I, it, I got so close to getting all three of those statues I, I don't think I'll end up getting them but um, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and
1: then the other one was uh, this is a game that truly tests how purest of a roguelike lover you are which is vampire survivors which is just the concept of a roguelike layered on top of more or less AFK combat. And I have pretty much full beaten that game at this point as well. I love watching TV and playing Vampire Survivors. It's so fucking good.
0: Just the I mean that was um not not quite the same, but like I i played Mighty Doom on my phone and uh I played it while watching TV. Like I was little just like watching TV and just like, you know, single single hand, yeah, single yeah. thumb. And like it wasn't a roguelite, but it did have like roguelike elements. And that, like, every level in the thing, you got a new whatever power up thingy. And so, obviously, like, depending on which weapon you had at the beginning and then what options you got as you did it, you know, like, so yeah, you know, the roguelite is. And it was just, yeah, it was very, like, it was literally like your character auto shoots. You just have to move and dodge things, right? Like, which is great. Like, watching TV and doing that, like, that was fantastic. So I feel you. Um, I'm assuming that's all you've been playing back and you're done then yeah yeah uh in that case then uh myself so you know mentioned borderlands 3 beat the the main story of borderlands 3 woo, 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 woo. it was quite a good game i thoroughly enjoyed the game i'm looking forward to to playing the dlc in it um thank you both for for suggesting that Uh uh-huh. um, like seriously so it, it was it was very much a me game like and it's so much better than one and two um and so I'm really glad that I to play it. And then maybe sometime, at, at some point, uh, next time Tina's goes on sale, maybe I'll pick that up, uh, but maybe, maybe not. Um, other than that, the raid for the WoW Dragonflight 10.1 patch dropped last week, and the raid for that opens opened yesterday. And so I'll actually be, when I hop off here, I'll be going to do that, which will be fun. Um, Cause I always love me some new content. And then oh what was the other thing oh i think i'm probably gonna I, I might try and start minecraft legends actually um just to see how that is uh because having william on it, you know it's not really like it's not like a traditional rts but it is obviously like rts elements and so like having william on last week um kind of made me think about it um and yeah i might go I might go play that That or grounded is the other thing i might go back and revisit because grounded also just got like a big new update with like uh they Infe- affected brood mother, I think, um, or is it infected blackwood? Like I don't remember, but like, it just reminded me that like, I had just gotten to the the upper yard. Like we had just gotten there and that was where we had, we had fallen off. And I'm like, fuck, I like, I, I feel like I have like at least 10 or 20 hours more of like stuff to do before I stopped playing it. And then like the new wasps and the new infected brood mother, like, I feel like it's obviously even more. And so like, there's a really good chance I go back and, and play grounded. Um, again as well that's me what about yourself james the
2: old boy um i've been playing a couple different things um the most significant is a game developed by a company called triumph studios which i cannot remember what else they've done off the top of my head and then published by paradox which paradox is the company that makes all the big grand strategy games so like Stellaris, crusader kings uh victoria blah 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 Um, they publish a ton of stuff also but it's called Age of Wonders 4, and it is a fantasy 4x, so think like Civilization um, kind of game. But what's really, 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 really cool about it, especially as someone who likes world building, is it is extremely customizable in how you create your faction that you play as. Okay. So it comes with a ton of pre-built ones, um, but when you go into like the like a like a like a, a map. You pick your race, and it's got all the classic fantasy races, like humans, elves, orcs, dwarves, um, halflings, goblins. There's toad people, mole people, rat people. Um, And those races, like, that'll be your faction's race, and they have, like, preset traits, but you can also change the traits. So if you want humans to be good at magic, you could take the elven traits and put those on um, the humans or whatever. And then you pick their culture, and right now there's six cultures. So there's, like, feudal, so there's just, like, you know, knights and lords and stuff. Um, There's high, which is, like, classic elven-style culture, so, like, arches and sunbeams and golden armor and that kind of stuff. There's, like, a barbarian one. Um, There's one called dark, which is basically, like, evil empire, Sauron kind of looking stuff. Um, Cool. All right. But all the races could be any of the cultures. And so that adds like some cu- customizability there. Cause you could be like high goblins. So you're like, you know, crazy light magic goblins, which is like usually something you don't get to see. Um, and then after you pick those two, you get to pick, like make your leader and the leader can be of the same race. It could be somebody different. Um, then you get to like make all the like custom, customize, customizability with that also. So they could be tall or short, have, you know, all kinds of hair, basically like a full character creator. But now what's really cool is after you do that, there are different tiers of spells in the game. And each tier and, like, each spell is part of a spell book called a Tome. And so there's, like, Cryomancy Tome, there's, like, a Nature Magic one, and all these different ones. And the spells you get can basically enhance your units, but the way it works is, like, if you put on, like, flaming weapons onto your units, then they'll actually have flaming weapons in addition to the stat bonus, too. And they stack. So by the end of it, if you get up to like tier five of all the spells, you'll have like goblins with angel wings and like golden skin, <laughs> and they've got flaming weapons that also do poison damage. And there's just so much cool customizability. And it, like I said, it's not all just like stat changes, which like a ton of games have. It changes yeah. the unit models themselves, which is just super cool. Um, I've been playing a lot of that. Uh, did not expect it to be as good. I played like some of the Age of Wonders games before. I played three. And then the sci-fi spin-off they did which was really cool too, but this one is super cool, um, just for, like, how much flexibility there is and everything. Um, and, like, I have not even seen, like, all the different spellbooks in the game yet because there's so many of them. Uh, so definitely recommend that. And it being a Paradox published game, at least it's going to have a ton of DLC and expand to a ton probably the next two years or so, so that'll be cool. Um... Beyond that, I started playing XCOM 2 again for, like, my 10th playthrough because I love XCOM 2, Um, and... I forget, have you played Midnight Suns? Yes, I have not beaten it. Um, I think it's good, but I much prefer XCOM 1 and 2. I think it's really, I think it's probably, like, the coolest superhero power fantasy of, like, a lot of games just because, like, the way it does it, but I'm not as good at it and my computer doesn't like it, so it doesn't run right for me. Um, but it is really it. cool. I definitely recommend Midnight stones Um Jacob likes it a ton, being a huge comic person, but um I think it's I think it's pretty cool. I need to beat it. But yeah, XCOM 2, fantastic. So, so good. I'm doing a modded playthrough right now and loving it.
0: It's, oh yeah, especially with uh, modded
2: playthrough. That's good. Yeah. I was um, gonna say the one more thing before I hand it off to you. I yeah, just want to ahead. talk about this other game. It's a tiny little indie game called Shadows of Doubt. And it is a completely procedurally generated detective game. So you're dropped into a procedurally generated, like, cyberpunk-style city. It can be different sizes and have different, like, block layouts. And there's a murderer that could be any of, like, the procedurally generated characters. And they're all named, have different heights, weights, blood types, professions, literally a billion different things. And they're all modeled at the same time. And they all have individual homes in the apartment tower complexes modeled. It's literally like you just took randomly generated cyberpunk and you're a detective in that world and you're trying (laughs) to solve the murder by just, like, actually finding clues and investigating and, like, sneaking around buildings and talking to people and following leads. And it's cool because you also don't have to do any of that if you don't want to. If you just want to go to the cafe and look at the job, like, postings, you can be a, like, cat burglar and break into apartments and steal valuables or you can just be, like, a thug and humiliate people. I have not played a ton of it, but just the fact that it is completely procedural is... Very cool for a detective game. Um, it's very it's very indie, but it's very very cool and definitely recommend that. Impulsive. That is cool, yeah. Especially for a detective uh style
0: game. Yeah, it's really cool. As I to say, um, what was it? What was the name of the first uh game you're you're talking
2: about? Age of Wonders Four. Age of Wonders Four. I As you're talking about it,
0: i was to say, like that that really does just sound like a, a James game, right? Like, it's really cool. Definitely sounds like like one I'm sure
2: category. I'll run out of steam on it at some point when I. Like my creativity burns out, but it's I've been playing it with like some of my friends and it's super super fun. So and also One of the of having um you... sorry, real quick, because I instead of having, like yes. Civ style battles too where it's all just on like the, the world map, the battles are actually turn based like RPG battles, which is really cool too. So yeah, like right. if you have an army of like archers and spearmen and you fight like a bunch of trolls, it'll go down into a battle map that is like made from that tile and it'll be a turn based, like, you know, actual battle. It's it's really cool
0: um on that note i was going to say this th- as you're talking about it the thing that was uh stuck out to me that i thought was really, you know you're talking about how uh you you basically combine traits or like you combine and apply traits to to units or whatever and yeah that is awesome that it actually affects it um what it made me think of is there's this uh this board game called small world um and i don't have small world i have small world of warcraft of course um but it was very, it, it's like the entire premise of it is you basically have two sets of things and one of them is, yeah, basically like a modifier and then another is like your thing or whatever, right? And so like, it's, yeah, it's fun. You just flip it and you end up with like, I don't fucking remember, it's been so long since I played it. But like, let's say like, I don't know, I don't even want to try. But that's what I thought of as you were talking about it. It was super fun and it kind of just reminds me that it would be really great to have um one of one of my friends who... I uh, really love board games on here because I feel like, you know, obviously there's a there's a heavy overlap there in in terms of stuff, and so that'd be fun to talk about. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for today. So, myself, um... Greg, I think my
2: internet <laughs> is dying. <laughs> no, it's it's his.
1: Greg, your uh, internet is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, we yeah, cannot I like know. I can tell you're trying. Yeah. <laughs> Type in the text window. Episode's over. Thanks everybody. <laughs>